Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Uh, just before this, we were watching just a mess ton of TikToks, and I really just cannot recommend that highly enough for your mental health. Specifically, if you can find... what What is the, the small Judice's name? Uh, I can't remember. Okay, so like Gia or something. I think it is Gia Judice. Uh, she has child. an audio. <laughs> she has an audio. We can open Thinking about, about so many, many things. Um, which I shouldn't mock a child. She's an adult now. Oh, okay. This was a wow. few years ago. Her time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, wow. Everything attached to that audio is just excellent. gold. It's absolutely comments gold. are unbelievable. <laughs> wow. What a treat. This is TikTok the, is the one place you should look at the comment section. Oh, because they're the funniest thing on earth. <laughs> so good. Anyways, um, this week we watched Rocket Man, which has nothing to do with TikTok, but boy... Yeah. I could talk about TikTok for hours. Sorry, I just thought of a YouTube comment I saw earlier that really made me laugh. What was it? Okay, you know that... Share with the class. Yeah, you know that... Ra, ra, Rasputin, love oh, a yeah. Russian queen. Okay, so someone did a mashup of that in Hotel Room by Pitbull, that... Burp, 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 oh, yeah, burp. okay. It slaps. Oh, I bet, But, yeah. uh, I mean, the comments were hilarious, but, like... You know, thousands of people liked it, like 400 some people disliked it. And this one girl commented, the only people who disliked this are the people who tried to poison Rasputin and didn't <laughs> succeed. Uh, okay, because there were a lot. Very, very that. It's very that. Anyway, um, that song rips. <laughs> I bet, yeah. I'll have to, oh man. I, I do a nightly scroll for about an hour and a half to two hours before I fall asleep. It's hard. I, it's I, hard. I had to put a, a screen time blocker on that one because I just, I've never been so sucked into an app. It's like so good. Anyways, other than that, let's yeah. think up what else oh, sure. have you been up to, bitch? Thank you for asking, as always. Um, okay, uh, my friend Emily did an outdoor performance, safe distance. What, I'm not even, you know, I'm not going to give you my bona fides on this. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm an yeah. adult. Um, but it was great. Yeah. Um, she was incredible. She's got a new album coming out this summer. And I'm so excited. It's going to be incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give the girls something for the summer. Something fun. Something to get ready to. Yes. Uh, and let's see what else. Um, Craig and I watched Mulholland Drive. Oh, was that Friday good? Y- yes. It, okay, let me put it this way. It is good. I can't tell you that you're going to love it. Who's in it? <clears throat> Naomi Watts, Justin oh. Thoreau. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a David Lynch movie. Okay. Okay. Um, and so it is extremely strange. Oh, I like your pillowcase. I just noticed. Oh, thank you. I got new sheets. Dandelions? They're like block printed flowers of oh, some sort. Oh, that's really cute. Um, Target. Okay. Um, if you want to drop a link in the mm-hmm. show notes for, mm-hmm. for Target. I've mm-hmm. not heard of it. Uh, yeah. It's a new up and coming boutique. Shop local. Shop yeah, local, y'all. You know. Shop Main Street. Invest in Main Street. <clears throat> totally. Um, anyway, Mulholland Drive was great. Um, just weird. Just all around weird. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, you know, we're caught up on WandaVision. We're having fun. WandaVision. It's so My good. My gosh. This last episode, uh, really got me. I was crying. Like, I cried like two or three times. You really? Wow. I think I've just needed like an emotional release. Yeah. I've had, um, just like an uneasiness, like since the winter storm. And I think it's kind of just, like, my body hasn't fully, like, unclenched from, like, watching people be in stressful situations and not knowing, like, whether I was going to continue to have power or whatever. Like, I was discussing this with Ingrid today, and we were both just, like, I've just felt a little off, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so that that was, like, an easy, like, oh, I will cry about this, you know? Um, But, yeah, we watched, uh, we did take your advice and rented 
Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. On Saturday. I cannot recommend that highly enough. Oh my God. It was the perfect, like, silly, like, no stakes. Truly, yeah. the stakes just could vibes. not have been <laughs> lower. It was just vibes. And there were a couple of real treat surprises of mm-hmm. cameos that I will not spoil. But um, it's... It is $20 to rent, which I was like, is this going to be worth it? It was worth it. And yeah. I will buy it when it comes out because it's it's the new Bridesmaids, I think. Yeah. I you mean, know, it, it's written like, by the same people. With, with literally no, like, heart. Right. I mean, there was heart, but it wasn't. But it's like, Bridesmaids has, like, some stakes. It has, like, a plot that they're yeah, driving Yeah, there's, there's moments where you genuinely feel sad for Annie. Right, um, right. But in this one, it was like, no. No. <laughs> We're going to have fun we're gonna we're gonna be here for a good time and not a very long time yeah for fans of culottes it was so much like so fun and so silly the details making them work at jennifer convertibles incredible soft rock nebraska (laughs) (laughs) and like did you catch that they had wendy mcclendon covey i think i texted you about this she said something about wearing a tube top and i was like that was a little something for the hand the heads the bride's head oh yeah heads Man, and then um, just like the smallest taste of Wendy McClendon, just just a little a whiff, you know. She's the strong spice. You sometimes you just need a sprinkling. I could have done with more, as always, but always. But she is, yeah. She's a saffron, you know. She's she's a saffron. She's expensive. She Mm -hmm. she a little goes a long way. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. But man, I loved that. And um, also, uh, what else was I going to say about that? Oh, when they're on the plane and. One of them is holding a little tiny Ziploc baggie of Ritz bits, which I'm like not sure they still sell that. those. I think it was Louis Fertel that tweeted about it. Like Louis and Danny Lavery were both like trading tweets about it on <clears throat> Twitter, and I got the impression that they had both watched it a couple of times already. And I was yeah. like, man, wow, Ritz bits is a uh, quite a catch. That's it's so funny because I, I, like like, I remember mom bringing Ritz bits. Oh yeah, plans. and they really are such a delight. Like a tiny little Ritz cracker. Just, just the right amount of salt. So cute. So good. Oh my god. I well, love Ritz crackers. it's all coming back, and we're getting um, 3D Oreos again. Hey, not Oreos. Sorry, Doritos. 3D Doritos. Yeah, I can no longer eat any flavor. Uh, I think maybe they the, all have maybe red. the green one. Maybe. Oh, and the green one's my favorite. Green personally. one's delicious. It's also day. I think that it's the only one that doesn't have red 40. What a disappointment. Cool Ranch shouldn't. There's no reason for it They to. put little red specks in for the fun of it. That's hateful. It is. It is hateful because I could be fine not having nacho cheese. That one's the least good. That one's good. disgusting. Yeah, I hate no, nacho it's, cheese. Um, it, it certainly conveys... Um, well, oh. let's just say not the best of taste. Oh, I was going to say a lack of taste. Mm-hmm. Cool Ranch mm-hmm. came onto the scene and she said, I'm going to give you a little something fresh. Cool Ranch was editorial. <laughs> <laughs> and Salsa Verde said, I'm going to give you a little international flair. Who was it that you showed me something that was like, if you got Pokemon Red, you're a top. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was on Las Culturistas. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. It's true. We Which don't make the rules. Proofs in the pud. <laughs> Truly. Um, anyways, so other than like uh, consuming movies and stuff, you all good? I'm good. Are you yeah. good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about Rocket Man. Okay, let's friggin' talk about Rocket Man. Boy, this, uh, the difference between this and last week's movie, uh, Judy. Judy. Is okay. really just something. Because I've seen Rocket Man now three times. And I had wow. fun every single time. I saw it in theaters and then I watched it once with Parker and mm-hmm. then I just kind of skimmed through it the last couple days for this mm-hmm. and uh i've had fun every single time it's, no, it's a good a, movie it's a good and you love to see a young man really just be very very talented 
Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton is so talented. He is so good. Like, he can sing, too, bitch. He can really, yeah, and, like, in a way that, you know, it, it is an impression of Elton John, certainly. Yeah. But I, I makes me, I would like to hear him sing on his own, because I totally clearly, like, the fundamentals are strong. Well, yeah, and, like, I just, I, I don't know if it's, like, if this would be the only reason, but like, it's just, I was so annoyed that Bohemian Rhapsody got all this applause the year before. Cause oh, I'm like, boy. I haven't seen it, but you, and Oh, you haven't? No, but you told me like, it's not an Oscar movie. Like it's not that good. And then it's mm-hmm. weird that like that got all this applause. And then rocket man is like, I think a good example of this form of movie. Yeah. Because it was like, um, <clears throat> a more creative approach to the biopic. Yes. The, let me tell you something. Darling Deers. About, Darling Deer. Um, sorry. Uh, about Rocket Man. One of, there's a really, really good video on YouTube um, explaining how, like, shoddy the editing is. Oh, in a, Rocket you mean Man. Bohemian Rock, Rhapsody. The Bohemian Richard Roxburgh goody. <laughs> That's what you mean. That's what I do mean. Uh, that is what I do mean. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, and you'll forgive me. And actually, you you will forgive me. Yes, yeah. Um, because the director of Rocket Man is the executive producer of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh no! And Having hands in too many pots. They had apparently entertained the idea of having Rami Malek make a cameo appearance in this movie as Freddie Mercury. Okay, I'm embarrassed that that was even a thought. That I know they thought to say out loud. I know, like that is <laughs> that's child shit. That's embarrassing. I it really is. So Bohemian Rhapsody. Anyway, there's a very very good video on YouTube explaining in one scene like what there are like 90 cuts. cuts. Yeah, and it's and they they don't convey any sense of meaning. Right, and they they it just makes it feel frantic. It's extremely frantic and. It, it, it doesn't make a lick of sense. And the framing is really off and whack. And I don't think Robbie Malek's a bad actor, but I also think the teeth did the acting in that movie. And there was... Are we going to talk about the fact that he already has big enough teeth to play Freddie Mercury? Yeah, you didn't need As that. As it is. Was gilding the lily, truly. Right. And there was like some... I mean, I could be misinterpreting this, and I really don't want to create a problem when there is none, because that's, you know... There's yeah. plenty of girls in cat eyeglasses who can do that instead. But right. like... It felt to me like they moralized his coming out in a weird, prudish way. Oh, God. Like, it was I, like, yeah. and then he became a sex addict. And it was like, I don't feel like those two necessarily went hand in hand. Right. It was just, um, it didn't feel very like uh, a straight person produced this movie about a gay man. A little bit. And here's the thing, too. And I remember when this came out, I was complaining because I feel like when you have a larger than life person, mm-hmm. like Freddie Mercury, like, you can do, um you can do kind of a velvet gold mine approach, right. which would have been more than appropriate. Right. But it was, that movie was Garbo. And none of the music was, was like original. It was all dubbed. Oh no. So the, you see that movie and it got an Oscar and it shouldn't have. Whereas like, I don't even tell I don't even think I can tell you that I think that rocket man deserved an Oscar. Right. It's just I, exactly like, I'm not sure I would have thought that I wouldn't have had Bohemian Rhapsody not just gotten that same attention the year before. Yeah. Cause then it's like, Oh, so that gets it. But then this is like an actually really solid performance as Elton John and nothing. Yeah. Like what uh, the hell? I, yeah, no, it was just very, very strange to me. Because, um, my God, that young man committed. That young man. Did committed. 
he really did such a good job. And also, like, there was more, like, it was not just, like, with, with, um... Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm going to struggle with this because the yeah. names are similar. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, a, it was kind of like Judy and another one of those, like, he's gone too far addict story yeah. kind of things. And it was. Apparently there's he, no denying she was one. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a summer you. height tie. <laughs> there's just no denying that she was one. Um, it like. It felt very much like he must be humbled to come back to us. Whereas I felt like with Elton John, it was like. He, I mean, he did shadow work. Right, right. <laughs> he, he did some inner child work. Yes. Like, it, okay, just to, I guess, frame the movie, it's a circularly framed yes. film that starts with him entering <laughs> rehab in one, in of, the, sick one of the sicker fits in the movie. <laughs> and there's a lot of sick fits in this movie. Dressed as the devil. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, and so he's, like, like got a, an effing toot about being there. Oh, yeah. He sits down and they're like, what's your name? And he goes, my name is Elton Hercules John. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that really his middle name? No, Elton John's not even his real name. I think it's well, yeah. No, it's like <laughs> white. Yeah. Uh, I love when people give themselves new names. It's great. I like. I don't have a specific name in mind, nor no. do I feel necessarily compelled. But like, if I were an entertainer, I absolutely would ditch absolutely. this name in a momo. Yeah. No, I like no Molly, question. but I yeah. think Fightmaster. Molly Fightmaster. I, That's I, a great one. I ran a dude's card when I was a um, a hostess at a brunch restaurant in high school <laughs> thickest heaviest card i've ever seen stew's like jk simmons old man ripped and the last name was Fightmaster, and i'll never forget it is that a real last name yeah, his name was like john Fightmaster. did he no that can't be the it name was he was Fightmaster. i know it can't like he had to have changed it to that right perhaps that's incredible i though. can't prove it but at the time i was like i know what power feels like it was like this credit card <laughs> Fightmaster. <laughs> And I will earn this last name. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, Molly Fightmaster. That's a really great name. Yeah. Honestly, that's that would be a great stage name for yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so he's in um, he's in rehab. Rehab, and he is you know he's like I'm an alcoholic. I'm also addicted to pills. I'm bulimic. I'm a shopaholic. Yeah, I'm a sex I addict. I didn't really finish watching it a second time. But did they explicitly go over the bulimia, or was that just like they show him there? ordering like five desserts at one point? That's right. But I don't think they show him like purging at all. But apparently. Um, thank God, because I really cannot handle vomit moments in movies. No, neither can I. But apparently, like, you know, he Princess Diana was bulimic as well. And I, I don't know if they, like, ever discussed it. But, like, someone asked him about that in an interview. Like, did you know you and Princess Diana both had the same eating disorder? And he was like, yep, I did. So Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, he's he into shopping addict and all these other things. Um, he starts describing his childhood. This is where, at first, I forgot how jukebox musical yes. it gets immediately. Immediately. Um, first needle drop is The Bitch is Back. And bitch that is, back is like, and again, how did we not know? That song is so fun. <laughs> I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, and I'm better, better than, than you. you. And like, write that down. Was that before he was like out, out? Yeah. Come on, you guys. Sometimes it's like watching this movie and seeing his costumes and stuff. Parker was like, people knew, right? And I was like, I don't know if they did. My dad and his like childhood best friend used to go listen to uh, Yellow Brick Road. Yellow Brick Road together after Damn. school, like all the time. Yeah. And, and, I, and dad was like the president of the nature club. Right. Like he was a child with a rifle who right. knew how to drive. Exactly. <laughs> like, he played like football in every sport. So I guess he's saying mask. Right. Mask. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't know that that would have... Yeah, I don't know. The music is just so good, honestly. Um, The music is so good. The little boy that they got to play the youngest version of him. So, 
stinking cute. So cute and looks so much like Elton He really Tom. does. Oh um, my god, adorable. So I, for one, thought that Bryce Dallas Howard did an amazing job as Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> she was so mean. She came Oh my god. Oh yeah, right, she got in the harsh. <laughs> That's so true. Her accent was not No, great. it was like, it was, it she was, was the chimbley sweep. And like, there are so many British actors. Like, I mean, not so many, but this, there's like enough. You know is, what I mean? This is where the, um... This is where having the last name Howard is a little helpful. Yeah. But they have the woman that plays Bridget Jones's mom playing. And we love her. His grandmother. And she's very sweet. We meet the distant father who just does not give a shit about him at all. The only exposition we really get about him is during that I need love song or I want love. And he's like, I want love, but it's impossible. Something about like, men like me are dead in places. Other men feel liberated. And they pan over and show the mom sing like a different part of the song. Yeah. It's, that was an interesting framing device to like explain why their family dynamic just sucked. But like. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of um, interesting to see uh, a family dynamic that sucks that doesn't have to be like. You know, I feel like in movies it's only worth mention if there's, like, someone's getting physically hit. Right. Whereas, like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes someone can be distant. The other person can be kind of mean. And, like, that's enough to make you right. uh, want to drink. Yeah, nobody, sure. yeah, nobody like, threw hands necessarily. But it was just still a toxic place to grow up as a little boy. A yeah. sensitive little boy. And, yeah, I was reading about because I Googled, like, is his mom still alive? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, one of the first articles was, like, was his mom really that cold? And um, apparently he said that he was glad that his mom did not live long enough to meet his sons because she would have just been too critical of them. And I was like, Oh my God. That's really so sad. Is, um, is Mr. David Furnish close with his family? I'm not sure. Actually. I don't, they have a lot of money. (laughs) So a lot of money, they have a lot of money. So I'm sure that they're probably like, Oh no, I don't have grandparents around, but that's okay. Sure. But I mean, there's, there is something about other, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just feel like, I don't know. I think probably when you're that rich, having a lot of family around is like, or they show it in this movie when his mom and stepdad are kind of like, it's probably more harm. Yeah. It would just be like complicado. Yeah. It just adds complication to it. And then, like, there's expectations. Like, his mom and stepdad were trying to buy a house in Menorca and, like, were expecting him to foot the bill. So it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're, like, that out of control rich. Oh, and he is, like, dummy rich. Stupid rich. Did you know that the Goodbye England's Rose is still the number one best-selling single in the U.S. and the U.K.? Do I even know that song? It's the um, Candle in the Wind for Diana. Oh, 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 no, that, of course, that's, of course, that's yeah. still the number one. Yeah. The British don't get over things. They do, they simply do Can not. I just say that? Yeah, like, Diana died 25 years ago, and we are still. Get over it! We are still no, processing. I, I mean that more musically, like, um, right. you go pick up a, like, a copy of Enemy, they're still talking about the Gallagher brothers. Oh, of course they are, yeah. Like, girl, we forgot about them after Champagne Supernova. Well, and you know what's funny is, I was, I, you know, in my various bits of TikTok that you fall into. I've somehow gotten into Irish TikTok. Like I, I followed yeah, one were. guy, I guess. And then they just started showing me a couple of other ones. And I'm like, this is funny, but they still love, what was that song? Um, say, say you will, say you won't, oh, yeah. say, say you'll love do what I don't. Yeah. Bewitched. Okay. That's an Irish band. And they were yeah. like, um, and they did the little, they did some like Irish footwork. Say lovey. They were like, every single person in Ireland has this played at every school dance, every birthday party, every wedding. Every- That's, I kind of love that. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. It's well, that, 
That makes me feel like the the British Isles are yes. more Texan in those Yes, regards. I think that's right. Where it's like these are this is a our boy. This right, is our boy. Right. It's like you you go to any Texas wedding and if you don't hear Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis or What's happening even. Right. You know? Or Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. And that's a great song. Uh, if you lose your mind and only so know, good. Actually, one of the best songs I've heard at a wedding, and Garth Brooks is not from Texas, I don't believe, right? Maybe Oklahoma. Oh, well, close enough. I think so. I think it's but Oklahoma. But he, uh, when Ingrid played Friends in Low Places at her wedding. Oh, my God. The crowd went up. Yeah, no. <laughs> the song is fun. Because it's a good song. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, I think Australia is the same way. Where, like, if someone's from Australia, they're like, that's our boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they are behind you 100%. Yeah, and I, I think that's um, sweet. sweet. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it's sweet, too. Yeah, he's from Tulsa. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, in those regards, it's like, I'll, I'll accept... I'll accept outstanding Oklahomans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are they supposed to do? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I accept Oklahoma with- excellence, but <laughs> mediocrity. Sorry, it's- y'all can go hang out in Kansas, girl. Honey, I don't know. <laughs> it's not for me. It's not. It's not really for. I actually I shit on Oklahoma for like so much for someone who has spent basically no time there. I've heard that there's a lot of natural beauty. Well, from what I've seen, there's not much. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> Someone um, must have lied to her several, several times. times. Old maiden type of <laughs> shoes. <laughs> she oh said my god! Supposed to be worn by someone beautiful. Uh, she does not have those qualifications. <laughs> if that was the case, she should have just walked on by. She should have never picked him up because she, she just, was like, unqualified. Kept going. Like I was like, stop <laughs> kicking her. She's already dead. <laughs> this is Tiffany Pollard, by the way, talking about Gemma Collins. I didn't realize that's yeah, what she was talking I know. about. You hate to see two queens fighting. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Anyway, back to this queen. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bad. <laughs> so, anyways, little Reggie, his parents are in a you know bad way. He grows up, and his well, his dad leaves, like just like leave leaves, and then his mom uh, remarries. The guy seems harmless, I would yeah, say. His like stepdad, at least like a like, skiffle band player. Yeah, like yeah. he's at least like supportive of Reggie's. Like, yeah, no, musical. He's, a, he's like a classic um, benevolent stepfather. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like just kind of a. a Pleasant, neutral presence in his mm-hmm. life. So he starts playing music. With, he goes to the conservatory first, which was, like, incredible. He, like, yeah. shocks their nips off, you know? Like, <laughs> he's like... Sure. <laughs> uh, shocks their nips off at the conservatory. <laughs> That's the first step on the way to stardom. Yeah. Um, he starts playing back up for, like, some soul bands, including the Isley Brothers, mm-hmm. which I... Oh, that's why you Googled them today. Yeah, because they seem to indicate that one of the Isleys was also gay. Mm-hmm. Could not find that on all five of the Isley Brother pages. No. But the main Isley... What was the one I sent you? Uh, Ron, I think. Ron, yeah. Ron <laughs> Personal <something>. life. Per- <laughs> Personal life. Section 3. Section 3A. Tax evasion. <laughs> and there was no Section 3B. It's like a... I think it was a uh, Nico... Hers oh. was like racism, addiction, and death. Nico was a whole mess. Nico was a whole mess, but we cannot deny uh, the talent. The the yeah. The, the sound. The, the sound, sound is, is there. The sound is there. Um, um, anyway, so, so little Reginald. Yeah, so he starts playing with these bands. Uh, so Isley Brothers, as well as Patti LaBelle. Incredible. Incredible. I'm um, gonna add all, okay? <laughs> where are my backup singers? <laughs> um, so he. 
you know, is trying to break into the music industry. He changes. He asked his friend Elton Dean if he can take his name, and he was like, "I think you should go to hell." And so <laughs> he's, he's like, like "All right, Elton John." <laughs> uh, I mean, they have that stupid inspired moment. No. And he, so he goes into like you know. Uh, a record label um, and he's clearly very talented on the piano but doesn't know how to write lyrics so they just hand him very magically yeah. this manila envelope full of like five incredible hits it was like Daniel um, oh gosh Border Song and like a few other of his like early hits yeah and they're like Bernie can Toppin. see if you can make anything of this I love that they put uh, Border Song in there it's a great song um, and then he meets up with Bernie Top and they like clearly get along. There's like super cute moment in the diner where they start singing Streets of Laredo, which my dumbass like when they said that I got excited thinking they were gonna sing Streets of Bakersfield. Oh no, I was thinking of the da 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 da, da town of El Paso. Oh no, yeah, El <laughs> which Paso. Which is not the same song. <laughs> yeah. Um, Streets of Streets of Laredo is good. Streets of Bakersfield is better. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, so they're getting on pretty well. I mean, okay, at this they go back to perform for the actual like boss boss yeah. um, of this record label. It's kind of like I guess I'll sign you guys. Played with a plum and a mustache by Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. I you fans of oh, this yeah. is England will know him as Combo. Okay, um, but he is. Man, I love that actor. Yeah. I think he's he's won quite a few BAFTAs. I'm not sure that I've actually seen him in anything. Oh, he was in The Irishman, but I don't mm-hmm. remember as whom. Whoever it was, it had to have been extremely Irish. Yeah. Yeah. He, anyway, so they they get there. Oh, he was in Gangs of New York as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's got a type for sure. Um, um, so they, they like some of the new music. They signed them on for like a three record deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess somewhere in the, along the way, they're also living in that bordering house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elton John is like kind of dating the, their landlady. The landlady. And then he like moves in to kiss Bernie and Bernie's like, mm, not with that, bro. Yeah, they're like out having drinks with some friends after a show one night and Bernie mentions that Elton has a girlfriend and the guy's like, well, but you're gay. And everyone kind of gets like quiet. And then Bernie's like, is that true? And he goes, would that matter if it was? And Bernie's like, not to me, no, which is very sweet. And then, yeah, they're kind of drunk and Elton leans in to kiss him. And Bernie's like, I love you, but not like that. And that's just like, that's that. That's that. Their friendship is so wholesome and so sweet in this movie. I, it was so good. Elton says in rehab that they've, like, they had, by the time that this movie was taking place, they had been friends for 20 years. Now it's been, like, 50. Yeah. But they just um, never fight. They just never fight. And I'm like, that is great. Because you know Elton is probably a complete nightmare to deal with as a person. So that just tells me that Bernie is like, I'm going to pick my battles, and I haven't found one worth going in. (laughs) Right. Even their, like, little snip halfway through the movie when he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I know. I know. Which is my favorite. That's It's, like, very much like that thing in When Harry Met Sally, where they just get so mad, and then they just bring it down so quickly. You just realize, like, those are people that don't like to fight. Right. Exactly. Which is, like... Because there are people who like to fight. Right. Whether they know that or not. And I don't. And neither does Parker, really. No. Sometimes I get mad about stuff, and I'm just like... Well, but you get addicted to the anger. Not you right. specifically, but like no, yeah. people. Yeah. People do, and yeah. Because it, it tells you a story about yourself. I mean, not to get right. like, all on right, the couch right, right. about things. But, like, I love when fights are quickly resolved, because it's like, you know, I really just don't like being angry with you. Like, I really right. prefer having fun with you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, that was cute. Um. So, they... At this point, you know... The record label sends them to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he decides he's ready for a look. 
Yes. He starts yeah, getting that, a little more experimental with his That little um, star shirt. Mm-hmm. So conservative. By, by the, I know. the other costumes. Totally. Um, we get some Tate Donovan as the club owner. You love to see it. A man with a malevolent face who I trust. I, I do too. Yeah. I, I think I also super associate with him with LA because of the OC. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know anything else about him. I, I'm trying to think of what else I've seen him in. I'm always excited to see yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so from there, I feel like things really went on to, like, a rocket ship to Mars. Like, yes. it was, like, a, a quick um, montage of, like, well, he outfits. Meets John, what's-his-face? Oh, yes. Played um, by our sweet boy from, uh, what's-his-face? From, <laughs> why am I forgetting the name of everything right now? Game of Thrones? Uh, Zaddy that died at the Red Richard, Wedding. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Oh, so fine. Yeah. So he is, um, he becomes Elton's manager and has a little bit of a taste for the high life. And they go shopping. And bitch, I loved. I loved that shopping, that shopping montage. I loved it of all the, like, because there's, like, such a big oeuvre of Elton John songs. Mm-hmm. And they had to include <laughs> include Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Kiki D. <laughs> I know, what a goofy... I thought that was um, Captain and Tennille for some reason, but did they cover it? They probably did cover it. I have something controversial to say that is really going to polarize our listeners over 60. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Don't Go Breaking My Heart is the poor man's version of Stumbling In by Susie Quattro and Chris Norman. I don't think I've ever heard Stumbling In. Can you go ahead and play it? Sure. Or do you want me to play it on my phone? Yeah, to... that would be great. Okay, great. Um, Susie Quattro famously was um, Leather Toscadero. Yeah. Um, but I remember this song. Okay, here we go. It's another classic, like, uh, duet. You've not heard this? I've never heard it. Right? No, this is great. It goes a lot harder than uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Don't Go Breaking My Heart is actually, like, it's annoying. It's a snooze. It is such a, yeah, an annoying snooze. Um, it just gives me um, 80s mauve. You know that feel, you know that color and that feeling? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I have emotional synesthesia, too. Just yeah. kind of like a, like a nauseating, cloying kind of a vibe yeah <laughs> Made, old maiden type of it's old maiden type of color <laughs> yeah so they're recording that and then richard madden comes in and they start doinking again um, yeah, oh, yeah okay. so much the, my favorite co- costume because mm-hmm. you asked this earlier um was when they're firing their original management mm-hmm. yeah and he's wearing the cowboy hat and the red pants i mean mostly because it's a fit that i think with a lot of care i could rock yeah absolutely absolutely um, i i really like his like outlandish stage costumes like where he's dressed like a parrot yeah. or the Dodgers <laughs> costume so I think is cute <laughs> the Dodgers costume is adorable it's really adorable but yeah the him being mad in the parrot costume is a funny choice it, you know what it, it rhymed with was um <laughs> Paul Simon in the turkey costume yes. on SNL yes extremely so bad the way his like that turkey body moved when oh he walked oh god it's that is so true and um I also liked um well I like the when he goes into rehab in 
And yes, the, the devil one. Oh, God, I feel like there was another one that we talked about oh, earlier. Oh, the, the Queen Elizabeth one. Oh, the Queen Elizabeth one. That's yeah, that was incredible. absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, so anyways, his manager, John uh, Richard Madden, is kind of he like keeps him on a pretty tight leash and it's good for a certain amount of time because it's like I, I I think Elton really needed some like direction um but right before he's about to go on tv he decides he wants to call his mom and come out because he's just like uh, he's just visited his dad and his dad was like not like his biological dad his dad was like oh here are my new sons and uh they don't really know your music but I have a coworker who's a big fan. Will you sign this record for him? Um, so he decides he's going to call his mom and tell her that he's a homosexual. Right. And what does he say? There's another. He goes, I'm a homosexual, a queen, a something. And um, she's like, yeah, I know that. Um, and, but by the way, you're just like choosing a life where you're never going to be loved. Which I was like, this bitch. I, that was, because the thing that really got me about that, that really was so sad, is that you think that she's about to be like, of course, I know, I don't care. Like, right. I, I love you. Um, and she does kind of say, I don't care about that, but she's like, I'd rather you keep it to yourself. Right. Bitch. That, that was where it was like, okay. Like, you just, you didn't need to say all the things that she said. You didn't. So, he comes out of the phone booth, his boyfriend slash manager, like, they get in a, a kerfuffle. Their relationship is super toxic. Like, yeah. super toxic. Oh, my God. Insanely. And um, finally, Elton, like, he starts using more and more substances. And at, I think it was, I think they called it Elton Week. I don't know if they did in the movie or if that was what I read on Wikipedia. But I think it's, like, the week of his birthday where he would just, like, have, like, one big long party. That's pretty tight. Uh, isn't that tight? <laughs> yeah. So he um, has a bunch of people at his house. And he, like, is super not in his head I don't know what he's on and he jumps in the pool and basically has to be like fished out and taken to the hospital and like he dries out for a while I think he and John break up um what happens right after that though I don't remember I just feel like he yeah he like from there it's kind of just like he has like his meteoric rise there's a while where Bernie's like I this is too much for me I need to go home for a little while um and that kind of unmoors Elton even more. Um, and he meets a woman while he's recording named Renata. And she's like oh, yeah. a kind ear to like to talk to. And she's like, wow, that sounds really stressful. And the next thing you know, they show him marrying her. Okay, so I didn't finish watching the this, and I forgot about this. Oh. So he marries her, and this wedding looks like so over the top in the movie. And they show uh, his mom like locking eyes on him when he's coming out of the church and just kind of making this like okay here we go face oh my god and um like immediately like the next day they're sitting wordlessly at breakfast and she looks like devastated and he's like I'm so sorry so uh basically they were married for about four years but I think it was they separated like pretty immediately Ugh. after they got married and she was apparently like quite distraught on their honeymoon um there was some newspaper in australia because i think they got married in australia some newspaper said something like uh elton john takes one final stab at being a heterosexual and i was like oh my Ouch. gosh <laughs> so um and at that time i think he was publicly identifying as bisexual but um after that divorce i think he pretty quickly started saying he was just gay yeah um so anyways he's it's sweet he, they show him talking about her in rehab and he's like renata was a really lovely woman she didn't deserve that and um 
so I think she got a pretty decent settlement, um, <laughs> I would suspect. I, yeah. I and, mean, uh, and- yeah, and then any percentage amount of that, uh, any amount of that, like any, any small integer, <laughs> that is going to be of good. That pie. So then, um, anyways, uh, Barney comes back. Um, Elton's kind of in a really dark place, and Barney's like, "You need help," and he's like, "No, get away from me!" And Bernie in the car starts singing um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which mm-hmm. that song just really Oh goes. my god, it goes. I forgot to mention how like they did that little like um, horror movie thing at the beginning of the movie where they had like a spooky version of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Elton is supposed to perform that night and that's like the night when the devil costume comes on and instead of performing he leaves the venue and goes to check into rehab. And then they show... Bernie visiting him in rehab and oh well he also like talks to all these people in his past life like some visions of them including little Reggie so he does some inner child work yeah which is cute it was sweet and he like hugs his little childhood self and then um Bernie comes to visit him they kind of like make up decide to start writing songs together and the movie ends with a like shot for shot remake of the I'm still standing video which is not either of our favorite Elton John song. No. It's fine. But now it's, of course, going to be stuck in my head for the next eight I'm years. still standing. Um, but I think he did write that after his rehab experience. Mm-hmm. So, And then they show at the end, it's like he and Bernie are still collaborators and best buds. And they've been hanging tight for about 50 years. And Elton married David Furnish. My partner, David Furnish. Yeah, I cannot hear that in anything but the Horatio Sands. No, I know. And my partner, Mr. David Furnish. <laughs> <laughs> Who was David Furnish? Like, or is he? I don't know. I mean, the I, did, did he have, me up. I don't, like, did he have, like, some kind of bigwig job in entertainment or whatever? you know, Comstock. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they have two kids. Um, Bernie has been married four times. And I have to tell you, listening to... He's been to married four times. Four times. Um... Your song. So good. A man that can write that song. I understand. He must be like a romantic at heart. And probably the follow through might be a challenge. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I bet he's real good at like reeling him in and not. Yeah, like a, what's the attachment style where it's like you come insecure. on strong, Insecure attachment yeah. style. Yeah. I need to really read about this because I feel like I bring it up all the time. And, and anxious. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> David Furnish was a Canadian filmmaker and former advertising executive. And now I believe he is uh, simply Mr. Elton John. Okay. Um, anyways, so um, their children are named Elijah Joseph Daniel Furnish John. And Zachary Furnish John, <laughs> and then Zachary Jackson Levon Furnish John. Levon is cool. Yeah, no, they're cool names. I like all of them, but it's just like Furnish John. Girl, <laughs> meat will be furnished. <laughs> meat will be furnished. <laughs> Anyways, um, this movie is just really fun. Like, I highly recommend watching it if you have the chance. It's on Hulu. Um, and do you have anything else you want to say about Elton John? Um. I did learn something. There was a character that they did not actually show at all. A woman that Elton John was engaged... And this must be the landlord type. There was a woman that he was actually engaged to and was supposed to marry. And Bernie, like, two weeks before, was like, this is a bad that, idea. They probably just, like, made her... I think they just kind yeah. of elided that. But um, that woman, um, apparent, like, she had put a bunch of money forward to like kind of help support support Bernie and Elton before they made it 
And so last year she had, she like hadn't talked to him in years, but she was like, hi, um, been in a, of a bind with some medical bills. Oh boy. Would you mind? So I think he kind of paid her back with that one. But anyways, um, any other thoughts? Um, no, I mean, I, I thought it was just, it, it, to me, it hit the perfect tonal note for Elton John. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like if they went much artsier, like in the um, uh, Velvet Goldmine direction, it would right. stop. It, to, it wouldn't make sense because he's a commercial artist. I was gonna say he's not as editorial as David Bowie ever was. Oh my god, no, not at all. No. Uh, my man did the Lion King soundtrack. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and um, more importantly, the Road to El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, El Dorado. <laughs> El Dorado. <laughs> um. Yeah, what was it we were going to watch next week? Was we it said Effie, Effie Gray. Effie Gray. Effie Gray on Netflix. She's on Netflix. It is a uh, Emma Thompson, I think she wrote and directed it, film starring uh, Dakota Johnson. Um, not Dakota Johnson. Dakota Fanning. I'm Dakota so sorry. Fanning. That's not the truth, Ellen. That's actually not the truth, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, y'all have a great week. Uh, watch Effie Gray, or don't. Uh, watch Rocket Man, though. It's definitely fun. And... Uh, Peace. Bye.